Today on the Flyover Conservative Podcast, we're going to be talking a little bit about money and you can protect your financial backside with Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott. Hey, it's so great to be back with you again. I love we can do everything. We, we, can, we can laugh. We can learn a little bit. We can talk some numbers and finance. And we, can st- right. and, we can, and we can still rock out a little bit. And help people sleep better at night. All at the same yeah. time. Yes. And we're not, that's not a, a supplement. Want. It's not melatonin. No. It's, else. It's, it's, it's this weight of like, what do I do if I took my money out of this real estate deal where I took my money out of the bank because I, I think all those things are at an all-time high. I can't tell you how many friends we have right now that have sold an investment property or have even sold their house and have moved to a place they could rent because they think it was right. peaking and that we want out. This is crazy what people are offering us for our house right now. And they get out, but you yeah. can't just get right back in at the peak. And so they're just like sitting out, exhaling, and That's then looking true. for the next option. So everybody's like, what do I do, though, with with what I – let's just use the term money because it's one we all work with. Mm-hmm. But with this, with this fiat currency, what do I do with it? Well, so you have to do something wise with it, right? So what is money? All it is is a means of exchange. It buys you things. And so if you're going to use an inflated currency, you know, where the inflation has gone persistently, rapidly high, but what does that do? It devalues that currency. You you need to actually reposition a junk currency that keeps devaluing devaluing because of inflation into something that's going to grow, right? Because all it is is a means of exchange. So I get this question all the time. It's like, Kirk, stock market stinks. I mean, it does. Mm -hmm. There's no doubt. I mean, today... This, well, let's not even take today. Let's take this week, right? So this week on Monday, the the stock market was down like 500 and something points. I mean, ridiculous, right? Wow. But look at the week before that. It was down about 2,000. I mean, so, so literally we've got this declining trend over the last couple of weeks. The stock market's down. It's pushing... It's pushing like 3,000 points down in a matter of two weeks. That's like 9% in Unbelievable. a two weeks. Unbelievable. So what's that times two is is 18. What's 18 times 12? Well, well, you're looking at over 200 plus percent decline. I mean, th- these, these numbers on this trend that we're on for the stock market stink. They're horrible. But we've been talking about this. This shouldn't be a surprise to anybody who's been watching the show, right? Right. Because it's just math. It's just logic. It's unsustainable. We have too much debt. We have too little income. We have too much inflation. We've got taxes that are going up and now interest rates that are going up to slow down the inflation. This is ridiculous. I mean, and this is why the stock market's coming down. So I read an article this week by by Neil Kashkari. So who is he? He's he's the um, Minneapolis Federal Reserve Bank president, right? Okay. So he's he's confident that inflation's going to come back to the two percent target. Okay, pipe dream. Okay. Doesn't say why. Not okay. Yeah. No, he doesn't really. He doesn't really say why, other than he thinks that his their policies at the Fed are going to be great. And they'll slow down inflation. But oh. we've talked about on previous shows how that's not going to happen. That the only rate, way that, that in interest rates actually slow down inflation is if the interest rate equals the inflation rate. Mm-hmm. Well, unofficially, the inflation rate today, when you compare it back to 1982 levels, is over 25%. Tell me, David and Stacey, are politicians, do they have the guts to raise rates to 25%? No, no they don't. No way. They simply, 
don't. No. So he goes on to say in this article that I read this week that they've underestimated. He's talking about the Fed. They've underestimated how persistent price increases would be. Adding rate increases to tame inflation only hurts low-income people. So basically, there and and why is that? Yeah, there's the guy right there. So so he's when you raise rates and people are living at the margin, basically their cost of borrowing goes up and they spend little. But this is going to hurt the lower and and lower middle classes the most. Well. This party that's in office, right? That's who they supposedly are trying to help Mm -hmm. the most by their own policy initiatives. But that's not the case. Their policy initiatives right now are hurting that. And they're still blaming Trump for supply chain disruptions and everything else. It's like, come on, when are you going to take ownership of your stupid policies? Well, they're not. So so the stock market's down literally like 12% overall. 3% 3% earlier this week, 9% in the two weeks prior. I mean, this is this is abysmal. It's a mm-hmm. bloodbath. And because of that, though, you, gold and silver are actually coming down as well. Because I would have thought they would go up. You know, that would have well, been my should. thought. Okay. They should. Technically, they should. There's, mm-hmm. there's an inverse kind of relationship there. But when they're not, and fundamentally they should, you have to ask the question why. And this is what my phone lines have been inundated with over the last two weeks. It's like, Kirk, you t- said gold and silver were going to go up in a stock market decline, and it's not. What are we going to do, right? I mean, th- this is mm-hmm. like a ton of my phone calls every single week. But there, whenever something doesn't make sense, you, there's always a reason why. You just have to find that reason mm-hmm. why, right? So, so here's here's the thing. J.P. Morgan Chase, Bank of America, two of the largest banks in the world, but yet 100% the largest banks in America, they've just been getting hammered mm. with the stock market collapse, right? Just absolutely crushed. So, so they're very short-term thinkers. Bankers and hedge funds are very short-term thinkers because they have to respond to their quarterly shareholders right. meetings. Right. Yeah. So, they have a very short feedback loop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're us as individual investors. We're not a publicly traded company. We don't have to respond to quarterly shareholders so we can have a longer term perspective, right? Banks cannot, but any, any public company cannot. So, so here's what they're seeing is their stock portfolio is just getting obliterated down 12% in the last couple of weeks, just awful. So therefore they want to lock in profits in any place that they can to offset the negatives in, in their stock portfolio. So okay. what can they do to get a positive? Well, J.P. Morgan and and Bank of America, between the two of them, they have 2.4 billion ounces of silver in a short position. That's a futures contract where they expect the price to go lower. The lower the price goes, the more profitable they become. Right. Okay. So they're issuing all these short positions. How, how many? How many ounces again? It was billion. Two point four billion. <laughs> Oh. That's just those. That's just those two banks. We have a we have a we have a very urgent goal right now. We're trying to hit personally of of uh, ounce. You know, we're trying to hit. But I'll say it's not close to two point billion uh, <laughs> ounces. It, it's I not know. even in the. We're not even in the ballpark. No. I know you're only up to like seven hundred and fifty million ounces, but that's yeah. okay. We're just trying to a little fruity pebble crumbs of silver here. We're trying to you know. Yeah. Unbelievable. No. So, so, anyways. <laughs> They so they've got 2.4 billion ounces in a short position. Gosh. This is a paper contract. It's a highly leveraged debt instrument, and when it goes down, they actually make money. So here's the crazy thing about it: the the world in mining production only produces two billion ounces of silver a year. 
So just those two banks, let alone the other banks, the Bank of Japan, HSBC, all these other banks that I'm only talking about two banks have $2.4 billion of wow. silver short. So what do they do? They short it because when they short it and the price goes down, they can actually basically lock in those, those commitments on those shorts and make money. So they're using what they have in these short positions to actually add a profit position so to amplify, to actually not amplify, but negate their losses in the stock market, right? This is short-lived because we always have to ask, hey, at some point, 90 days down the road, they've got to cover those short positions with physical delivery silver. Okay, right. what if it's not there? This is where prices go through the roof. Um, but But outside of that, they're shooting themselves in the foot because there's not going to be enough there to cover it. And that's going to cause prices to come down. So they're just going to pay the piper later is what's mm-hmm. happening. But to answer everybody's question that's been calling me all week long <laughs> saying, why is gold and silver coming down? It's because the banks are basically pushing the price down. When you issue a short contract, it puts pressure, downward pressure on the markets, but it's paper, right? Mm-hmm. So one, one instance last week, um, Silver was down 15% spot price, but the price of a thousand ounce silver bar was up three cents. Interesting. It's been a decoupling. And that's because of inventory. It's because of supply chain disruptions. It's because of demand. There's not enough there, but yet they're moving in the opposite direction. That tells you that the paper price and the physical price are no longer anything close to being the same. Mm because of inventory issues, because of supply chain disruptions, because of the massive demand and low supply, that always causes prices to go up. So I would encourage everybody during this downturn, which is fabricated, because what are the fundamentals that cause gold and silver growth? Same fundamentals that cause the stock market to come down, which is unsustainable debt, political pressure and chaos, rising interest rates and geopolitical conflict. All of those things cause gold and silver to go up. All of those things cause the stock market to come down. So we have to ask ourselves, has any of those fundamentals changed over the last two weeks? No. Nope. In fact, they're getting worse. So therefore, when we see price contraction in gold and silver, it's a huge buying opportunity because the fundamentals that causes its growth haven't changed, which means there's something else afoot here. And that is they're trying to lock in profits by, by issuing short contracts to offset their stock market losses. But here's the thing that we have to always understand. Those fundamental forces don't change on a dime. So if those are the forces that cause the stock market to come down, that's going to be a more longer-term downward trend. Those same forces cause gold and silver to go up, long-term trend, mm-hmm. but we're seeing it down right now. It's the knee-jerk reaction to a couple big banks issuing short contracts that temporarily drive the price down so they can lock in some profits to offset their stock losses. This is what I think is happening. When the fundamentals don't make sense, there's always another answer. And I want to shout it from the rooftops. Everybody who's on the fence wanting to buy silver, you should buy it now. Yes. Discounted prices, a hundred percent. Yeah, because we're talking about just minimal with with the with the dipping. When things are crazy in the world, and we're at war on multiple continents, and mm-hmm. you got yeah. someone in the White House that's intentionally telling you things are going to be bad because of their mm-hmm. policies. Um, 
you know, as, as punishment for surviving yep. this cold, dark winter, I guess, you know, or, or whatever. <laughs> is this just craziness? That, yeah. And so when you feel that going on, you need something you can touch. What do you feel safer with? If you had silver that oh you could gosh, physically yes. touch you or, you know, a bunch of Starbucks stock. You know, or, right. or some consumable, you know, mm-hmm. when you see Amazon dropping, you see Etsy dropping, you mm-hmm. see eBay dropping, it's because people don't have the money to keep funding those kind of things. They're trying to get by. It's all changing and shifting and is happening yeah. quick. That's exactly right. So people can go to flyovergold.com. Flyover family, go to flyovergold.com. Today. Today, when you scroll down, there's a place that you can fill out your information. Someone from Dr. Kirk's team will get a hold of you for a free consultation. It doesn't cost you any money whatsoever. A free consultation. Or you can also call 720-605-3900. Thank you so much, Dr. Kirk, for your time. We really appreciate it. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.